What's up everybody? It is December 31st, 2022, the last day of 2022. Have you made your New Year's resolution? I have not. There was a New Year's resolution that I made probably 30 years ago. I don't know exactly how many years ago it's been, but it's been a long time, but it's probably been like 30 years ago. And that New Year's resolution I have always kept, and that is that I will never make a New Year's resolution again. So it's not really been something that's been important to me. But that being said, to each their own, right? That being said, that may be something that motivates you a new year's resolution maybe that helps you maybe you're that type of a personality right that type of person that's who you are and that is not a bad thing at all that's a good thing especially if you're disciplined to keep that resolution you know, to do whatever it is that you resolve to do. I think of a scripture that pops in my mind right now, and uh, I might misquote it here, but basically whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your strength, do it with all your might, right? And uh, that's just talking about your commitment, your discipline to do the things that are in front of you to do. You see, the Bible, and you'll find that if you, especially if you watch my teachings, you'll find that I try to keep people very focused on knowing Jesus, you know, as the primary thing. Knowing Jesus, meaning that you have a personal and a deep relationship with the Lord. Not just the head knowledge, I'm not speaking of knowledge as it pertains to a head knowledge, but knowledge as it pertains to, to knowing Him in your heart in such a way that you have Him as your King, as your Lord, the Lord of your life, your Master. That's why He came. That's what He came to be. Lord of your life, right? Your Master, your King. So I teach a lot about that. And uh, that because I believe that that is the foundation that needs to be laid. There is no other foundation that can be laid that is a strong foundation, a good foundation, other than founding your life upon Jesus Christ. Even Jesus himself said, He who hears these words of mine and does them, I tell you what I will liken them to, he says. And he goes on to say that he likens them to a person that built their house upon a rock. In other words, he's talking about a firm, strong foundation. And what's that firm, strong foundation on? Your life is built upon doing what Jesus commands you to do. Now, those things that Jesus spoke to us about loving one another, being kind with one another, having the being filled with his spirit, right? That is the spirit of the Lord. That is where our mindset becomes the mindset of the Lord. And we walk with the Lord and we walk in his ways. So therefore, and the Bible tells us what 
that looks like? What does it mean to have the fruit of the Spirit? What does the Spirit of the Lord produce in your life? What the Spirit of the Lord produces in our lives, according to the scriptures, is it produces love, peace, joy, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, faithfulness, right? These are the fruits of the Spirit. I probably just said them out of order, but you can look them up yourself, okay? But that's what the Spirit of the Lord produces in us, and that's how we're walking with Him. And that's how He wants us to walk. So as we know how the Lord wants us to walk through this life, and we lay our foundation in that type of life where we're founded upon the words of the Lord, then we have built ourselves a strong house where we're founded upon the rock, right? And He, he is that firm foundation. Now, the opposite is true, Jesus said, right? If you don't build your, your life upon that firm foundation, then what happens when the winds and the storms and the waves of this life and everything comes hitting you? If you're built upon the Lord, you're going to stand. If you're not built upon the Lord, you're not going to stand during those times. You're going to have breakdowns, emotional breakdowns and mental breakdowns and all of that kind of stuff because you're not living your life on a daily basis with the Spirit of the Lord being in you and leading you and guiding you through this life. Okay, so again, these are the things that you often hear me focus on as it pertains to the Lord. It's that foundational life, okay? But going back to what I said where whatsoever your hand finds to do. Now, there are things in this life that we have to do. Certain ways that we have to live on a daily basis, right? That's how we, we go out and we work. Uh, you know, we have human relationships with others and all of that kind of stuff, right? There's the way we treat our own bodies, um, the things we eat, the clothes we wear, all of this kind of stuff, right? There are things, material things, or things that only pertain to this life that we need to do, right? Um, the, the time's going to come when, when we're absent from this body, and I'm getting back on the spiritual side of it now. When we're absent from this body, there, there's, there's the worries and the cares of this life that aren't going to matter anymore, okay? It's, uh, we're not going to have to, um, you know, care about a lot of the things that we have to care about now when we're absent from this body and present with the Lord. But for now, here we are. We are still here for now, right? We're still walking on this earth. Okay, so that's where maybe for someone a New Year's resolution comes in. Okay, where you resolve to say, in this area of my life, in that area of my life, or in, the, in my life as, as a whole, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm now going to begin to focus on and how I'm now going to live my life. And again, if you need that kind of thing to make you to be diligent where you resolve to do something, well then do it. Make that resolution to do something. But here's, here's the issue. When, if you don't, I'm going to say when you don't, if you don't, when slash if you don't. If you don't do those things that you said you were going to do, I want to say you can't let yourself be discouraged and beat up over that. 
That's not who you are. The things you do is not who you are. See, what you need to keep in mind, what we all need to keep in mind, is that God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's why Jesus came. There's no condemnation. So who you are, who you truly are as a spiritual being is rooted and grounded in that. So you have earthly value. Whether you succeed in life, in your plans, in your resolutions, and your dreams, and all of that stuff, none of that defines who you are in Christ, in, in God. None of that defines that. Your foundation is firm when you are in the Lord. We already know that this life is not about this temporary place where we now live. It's not about even this temporary body in which we now dwell. And keep that in mind. You are a living soul. You're just dwelling in a body. The Apostle Peter called it a tent. And someday this body will be dissolved. It'll be eaten by worms. It'll be gone. There will be that day when we'll have that new body, but this body as we now know it will be gone. So let me not get too far off track here, as I may have already done, but I'll keep going here, right? But that doesn't define who you are just because you didn't keep your resolutions. But now let's talk about the resolutions. Let's talk about these things on the outward that we know are best for us to do, okay? Um, things like conquering fears in our lives, right? Um, not living in, you know, a, a, a timidity, to use a biblical word, right? God has not given us that kind of spirit, right? To be that way. And also things like, like, you know, our health, the condition of our health or things like that, right? These are things that a lot of people, that's why gym memberships go up like crazy come this time of year. And this is like the prime time to be in the, the gym business. That's when they're making all their money. That's when they're getting all these people because people are saying, okay, it's a new year and now I can begin to do something new. And again, I'm not condemning that, right? But a day after January 1st, January 2nd, of course, it's, it's the, the, the year's becoming old. You still have a lot of time to, to carry about with your resolutions, but it quickly gets old. So where does it come from to be determined? within us, to have a determination to do something that we know we can do. And that's the key right there. You know, for example, if you're overweight, you know that you can lose weight. You know you can do it. It's nice to settle in and say, oh, I can't, and I'm just going to rest in the fact that I can't. And look, I know that there are medical conditions that people go through and the doctor says, oh, you have such and such thing and it's going to restrict you. You can't lose weight. But guess what? Why not give it a try, right? Why not eat less? Why not eat more healthy, right? See, rather than just accepting what we think 
because of our past failures or because of what others have said to us, rather than accepting that we can't do something, why don't we just determine, well, that's okay. That's okay. Wait, look, if I, if I can't, I'm just using weight loss as an example because we're going into a new year where a lot of people make those type of resolutions, right? You know, okay, all right, fine. I can't lose weight, but you can eat differently. You and I both, we can eat differently. You know you can't. You know you can eat more fruits and vegetables. You know you can, you, you know there's a certain way to eat that's going to change your body. And even like I said, even if you have a medical condition, if you eat healthier, it's still better for you and you're going to find out that you will lose weight because you're eating healthier. Sure, you may not get back to a flat stomach, but you can do it. So where does this come from? This, it comes from being disciplined, right? The Apostle Paul, and I'm going to take it back biblically now again, right? The Apostle Paul, he compared it to like, he compared living the Christian life, okay? And that's what I'm talking about now. I want to come back to the physical here in just a moment, right? But I'm going to take what that which the Apostle Paul said and apply it to our lives because he went out of the spiritual and into the physical when he began to talk about uh, someone competing in a race. And he talked about how you know, he had to, as a Christian for his life, right, in Christ, in serving the Lord, he had to beat his body into submission. And he kind of was using an analogy of a runner in a race. And when you think about, when we take the time to think about an athlete that goes to a higher level, right, they have to have some form of discipline. Now, look, we're living in a a day and age where things are, are changing, you know, and athletes, you know, maybe maybe people are more naturally gifted for a certain sport, but they rise to a certain level. An athlete say that everything came easy to him or to her. Everything came easy. You know, they, they went through a certain little league or Pop Warner football and they excelled because they were just naturally gifted. And then they went on to junior high and high school and they were just naturally gifted and they excelled, right? But because they were so naturally gifted, when they kept rising to a higher level and they got to a point where everybody is as gifted as them, but they weren't as disciplined as the other people, maybe in their training, maybe in their studying, and maybe in you know what the, the discipline that they had to put into it, they realized, I'm not all that. You're not all that when you get to a level where everyone has worked hard to get there, okay? And this is what the Apostle Paul was talking about from a spiritual standpoint, beating his body into submission, saying, you know, I'm going to obey the Lord. I'm going to follow the Lord. I'm going to serve the Lord in the things that I do in life. But now he used this analogy of a runner in a race. And he says only one gets the prize. And that's how uh, he's talking about, like, that's how an athlete has to train. Like, I'm going to be the one to get the prize. I got to train myself into a position where I get the prize, okay? But here's the deal. In your life, in my life, right, 
We don't have to live our lives like we're in a competition when it comes to weight loss, for example. I keep going back to that, you know, but it's just it's just a good example this time of year, right? We don't have to be, in, now a lot of people will wanna be in a competition. I, I know somebody that does weight loss competitions all the time for money, and they gain the weight back. And then they'll do another weight loss competition for the money, and they'll gain the weight back, right? So competition doesn't always work. I know for me it doesn't. You know, I, you know, anytime I've ever tried it, anytime I've ever said, oh, okay, to a buddy or to a friend, you know, I'll say, hey, um, you know, well, let's see if we can lose weight by this time. And if, 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 if I lose more weight than you, you lose more weight from me than me, we'll do such and such, right? But without the discipline, the weight just comes back, okay? So when we talk about true discipline, Right where we are beating our bodies into submission and we're taking our mind and we're saying, hey, look, I, I am going to achieve this. The only way I'm going to achieve it, the only way it's going to work for me is if I make it a disciplined way of life. For example, weight loss. Now, again, that's just one topic in life and it's really not the most important. It is maybe from a health standpoint for, for many of us, right? But there's other areas of life, like your work, what you do. Maybe there's something that you've got within you that you know that you love to do. You love to do it, and you would love to make a living at it. But you don't just go ahead and, and just do it. Now, I'll share with you something personal from as it relates to that, as it's coming to my mind, right? And that is that back in uh, like 2012, I was like, man, I really want to be in business for myself. I didn't really care. I didn't have the motivation, honestly, to become super wealthy. I've, I've never really had, well, I don't want to say I've never had that. I did when I was young, but I kind of lost that years ago. I just really want to make it through life one day at a time, you know, trusting that God provides and living for his glory and doing things in a way that's open and honest and that in a way that glorifies the Lord. But I wanted to kind of have my own business. So in 2012, it was heavy on my mind. I said, what, what do I, I asked myself, what do I love to do? And I know that I came up with two things. I love talking to people. I love, you know, conversations with people, which is probably why I get on camera and do this kind of thing, right? I just love conversing with people. Maybe I just love talking, I don't know. But I, I love that. And the second thing, there was one other thing that came up from a work standpoint or the, the possibility of work that I love doing is that is I love driving. I love getting a in a vehicle and going out driving. Ever since I've gotten had my driver's license, that's been something that I've loved to do, to drive a vehicle, to go out, just to drive around. Love being out on the road. So I, I combined those two things and said, okay, what can I do where I'm seeing different people, meeting different people, all of that kind of stuff, and uh, I'm driving? Well, delivery business. Delivery business came to mind, right? But I didn't want to just drop off packages at people's door. 
You know, I didn't want to just hit and run type thing or be so busy with something that I had to just get in and out of there because I was like a UPS driver that, that was on a time schedule. So I wanted to do something on my own. So I thought of business to business, right? Business to business type deliveries. And that's what I began to do. Okay, back in 2013, I started that. So here in 2023 is coming up. In a couple of months, it'll be 10 years that I've been doing that. And my wife will vouch for this. I love it. Like, I, I can't wait for Monday. I'm closed Saturday and Sunday. I'm, uh, I can't wait for Monday. Can't wait to get back out on the road and talking to all the people I know and all of that kind of stuff from this business. So I found something to do that I loved. Now I know you've heard this a hundred times at least, right? Do what you love and the money will follow, right? Now look, I do what I love and I, and I do it just to make a living. When I say just to make a living, just enough, right? Because I don't want to be stressed out with a business either. It's just not my personality. It's not my nature to do it. And I probably wouldn't do well at all if I started some type of a business where it was high stress. I've been in high stress environments when it comes to my work career, you know, um, deadlines to meet. I was the director of sales for a company. You got certain deadlines you have to meet, certain amounts of money, numbers you have to hit, or you lose your job type situation. And you got the end of quarter stuff and you're working and you're stressed out and all of that kind of stuff. I wanted to get away from that. One of my goals in life, which I've been able to attain to, and look, this this isn't about me, but I'm hoping to exhort you and to encourage you. But one of the goals in my life that I've been able to attain to is to make a peaceful environment around myself in the way that I live my life. And I've been able to do that through, like I said, just being able to make a living with the delivery business, simplifying things in our home, not having so much noise in the house and making just a peaceful environment in the house and not having stress. And look, when you got a lot of debt, which we don't have any debt, you know, you it, it brings stress. So start to chip away at these things in your life if that's what you desire as well. That's what I've done. I've chipped away at these type of things in my life and I've said, you know what, I want a peaceful environment. So I, I've been able to create that. Look, don't take this as if everything's perfect for me. By no stretch of the imagination is it perfect, right? There's all struggles. that We all struggle with things, right? I mean, we, we all go through things in life that, you know, bog us down or whatever the case may be. But kind of now I'm flipping back to the spiritual side again. If you fix your eyes on Jesus as the author and your finisher of your faith, and you take his yoke and his burden is light and it's easy. And he wants you to not worry about the things of this life. He said, don't even worry about what you wear or what you eat, you know, anything like that. Don't worry about that, Jesus said. He said, just seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So that's one thing that I would encourage you to do. That's that foundational thing again, right? You got to build it upon the foundation, right? But then as it pertains to just everyday life, the things that you do in everyday life, yes, we, we've got to have a discipline about it, 
We've got to be focused and fixed. You know, I've got a buddy of mine, and I'll share this story with you. Um, he was at a high school football game down in Tucson, and he shares this story with me, you know, of the quarterback who's running, and a guy jumps on him, and a guy has him, and he's another guy jumps on him. The quarterback is just keep running, right? This is not like professional level where they fall down or slide to get out. This is high school football, right? So he's got one guy on him, two guys on him, three guys come. As a third guy comes, he twists his body. He stretches out the ball to try to get that first down, to try to get to that spot, that goal, that thing that he's, that he's trying to achieve. And that's the way it is in this life. You're going to have people jumping on your back, weighing you down. Maybe not just people, but things bogging you down, trying to get on, but you press on. You press on. And the Apostle Paul talked about that on the spiritual side, but he used that analogy as well, right? He presses on toward the mark of his high calling in Christ Jesus. And he pressed on. And that pressing on indicates, that word pressing indicates that it's not going to be easy. It is going to be a struggle. So I really encourage you as I speak this to even try to encourage myself to say, press on. It's a struggle. Have, first of all, have that foundation of Jesus Christ. And that isn't the easy life. That is by no means the easy life. That is the road less traveled that Jesus called the narrow path. It's so much easier. It would be so much easier to be on the broad path. But the problem is, is the broad path leads to destruction. It leads to destruction. The narrow path leads to eternal life. So it's not easy to follow Jesus. People ostracize you. People don't want to be around you. They say you're, you know, too religious or whatever, you know, but you're just focused. And you know, the same thing, take it into the physical realm now, out of the spiritual and into the physical, right? When you begin to not do things that your friends are doing because you're trying to save money, you're trying to cut back on this or that, people might ridicule you for that. People might say things to you about that because you're cutting out this or you're cutting out that. You know, you might even have family members that say stuff to you because you don't have in your home what they have in their home or whatever the case may be, right? So there's always going to be that. So whatever it is, whatever your hand finds to do, you need to do it with all your might. You need to put your hands to the plow, and not look back to quote Jesus, but Jesus is talking about the spiritual side, right? The kingdom of God. And I'm kind of mixing the two in this conversation I'm having here with you. And that is, I'm mixing the two of that which we do in the physical on this earth. As long as what we do isn't sin, as long as we honor God, right? As long as we acknowledge God, the scripture tells us in Proverbs to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Check this out. It says in all of your ways, that's the things that you do in life, all your ways, the decision, the decisions you make, the places you go, all of that kind of stuff in all your ways. It says, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. 
So as you begin a new year, and as you maybe make your new year resolution, whatever it may be, or your, I would just call it a new year determination, as you do that, acknowledge the Lord. Acknowledge the Lord, have that foundation. Have that life that is built upon the rock spiritually first and foremost, okay? Have that foundation. And then in all your ways, acknowledge Him. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for the food that you have to eat. Thank the Lord for the car that you have to drive. Thank the Lord for the ability that you have to do something, right? You're able to do something. Everyone is. Even the physically disabled are able to do something. There's something to contribute. You know, there's a way, there's, there's something that you have within you. And that goes back to that which you love within you. That that's something you love. Find what you love to do and do it. Don't be afraid. Take the step to just do it. When I started the delivery business back in 2013, it was a rough road for 2013. Trying to pay the mortgage, trying to pay the bills, trying to do all of that kind of stuff, right? Was difficult. But you press on through. You keep going because you're doing something that you know that you love to do. So first of all, love the Lord with all of your heart. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Love the Lord your God as you go into 2023. Or if we're watching this video next year, 2024, or whenever, whatever year you're going into. Right? Love the Lord. And love what you do. Do something you love to do, even if it's your second job, your third job, your side hustle, as they call it. Do what you love to do so that you can enjoy your life. See, the Lord wants you to have peace. He wants you to have joy. That's what the kingdom of God is about. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit is what the scripture says. But you have to make that decision that says, yep, I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to take the beating. I'm going to go through the struggle to do what I love to do. And I'm going to take the beating. And I'm going to go through the struggle to love the Lord my God. And to die to myself. And to take up the cross and to follow after him. So God bless you as you go on in to the new year. Thanks for stopping by our channel. If you've liked this video, you want more content like this, let me know, give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, share it with others. But God bless you and we will see you next time.